Welcome, everybody. My name is Sam from the Front Kick Dragon Fist Podcast, and this is our Dragon Ball Super episode 122 preview. Uh, we have no review from uh, episode 121. That was in last year. That was in 2017. It's a clean slate from here, and we're going to look forward to what we want to see in the next episode and in the next year in Dragon Ball Super. Today, I'm joined by my co-host from Front Kick Friday episodes, uh, Mac. and. What's up? Let's see how this goes. So, without further ado, and go. All right, man. So, thanks for joining me for the Dragon Ball Super. I think this is the first time I've ever had anybody help me out with a Dragon Ball Super episode, but it's going to be good to have somebody to bounce ideas off. I know you have some of the best theories uh, that I've ever heard uh, for... For Dragon Ball Super and MMA, that's why I like to bounce thoughts off of you, so uh, appreciate you staying uh, for the episode. Um, And we both just watched the preview again for episode 122. We had a a break from, for the New Year's, from Dragon Ball Super, we're back coming up this weekend. Um, Before we get into the actual preview... What's the biggest thing you're looking forward to in 2018 in Dragon Ball Super? The ending of the Tournament of Power. I really am looking forward to the conclusion. Um, I love the creativeness of it, the idea on how you balance out the characters with the power scaling because of the rules of the tournament. But it's been long enough. And, and and for anyone listening or watching, um, I have not asked Mac that question until just now. So, that being said, I completely agree, and that's exactly what I was thinking is, I. but do you want it to be over, or do you are you ready to see what happens at the end? Cause those are yeah, two- I, I'm ready for the conclusion, meaning okay. just, yeah, I want to see how it ends. The climax. You know, it's, it's obvious that... Universe 7 is going to win. In theory, for those who don't know, Dragon Ball Super takes place between the gap between Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT. Allegedly. Which means, which according to Toriyama, he, that could change. I don't know. But, that's, how I, that's how I want it to happen, but, you know. Which means in some way, form, or fashion, unless Universe 11 wins and wishes all the universes back, which I don't see that happening because... There's no um, character portrayal or anything that leads us to believe that that's going to happen. Somehow, Universe 7 is going to get to that final tournament where Goku meets Oob for the first time. So, we just need to see how that happens. Well, that also being said, we've seen many things retconned, like the Potara rules, um, etc., etc. I mean, the amount of things that have been retconned just in Super alone... Kind of makes you think they'll probably retcon that last episode of Dragon Ball Z. So, uh, I try not to get my hopes up too much. That being said, I'm also a huge... Anybody that's listened to any of the earlier episodes, especially the Dragon Ball Super breakdowns, I'm a huge GT fan, so you can go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> I'm not... I'm as much of a GT fan for the exact same reasons people are super fans. And I think that's something that people don't look at, is a lot of the things that are wrong with Super... Or that are wrong with GT are also the things that are wrong with Super. And I feel like in a few years, people are going to look at Super in the exact same way that they look at GT. You know, if it ends. 
uh, relatively in the same amount of time. So something to think about. Put that on your noggin. Um, but yes, uh, I, on the other hand, am just kind of waiting for it to be over because I, what I want to see is what happens next after the Tournament of Power, not necessarily the actual conclusion or climax of the tournament itself. So uh, same answer, just in two different ways. So getting into the next episode, we see Jiren fighting Vegeta. There's been a lot of clamoring on social media and on the internet and on YouTube about is Vegeta going to, uh, you know, give Jiren a run for his money. And people like me, I'm a huge Vegeta fan. Uh, I would actually say I'm more of a Vegeta fan than I am a Goku fan. And, uh, you know, some people like go crazy and they're like, the show's not about Vegeta. It's about Goku. But I'm That's huge. the problem. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I completely agree. Uh, I, you know, dr- people and people say that Dragon Ball as a whole is a a uh, is all about Goku. And I agree, but I don't think it's supposed to be like, I don't think it should have to be Dragon Ball. Like that being all about Goku, I'm a okay with it. And honestly, in my until the end, to an, to some extent, I feel like it's kind of a back and forth in Dragon Ball Z whether or not it's a all about Goku or Gohan. Gohan got a lot of shine. Should have been, and yeah. I'm a Gohan fan myself. Yeah. To this day, I say Chi Chi is the biggest villain in Dragon Ball. <laughs> For the slaughter of Gohan's character that she's done with this whole scholar thing, it's been ridiculous. Look, man, she just she just you know wants job security, you know, because as if being able to destroy the planet with your hand isn't enough job security. He could make money as a mercenary. There's other things Gohan could do with his time. I don't know. Literally anything. <laughs> You know, in a world that, you know, I guess it's not the same world, but you know what? I'm acting like it is. In a world where Kim Kardashian makes $50 million off of her ass, it's not even real. Tell me Goku or Gohan can't make something, you know? Like, come on. Let's get real. Yes. <sighs> come on, Toriyama. You're better than that. Oh, Toriyama needs to be gone. He needs to be... I wish, I wish Kishimoto, which is the writer for Naruto, could write Dragon Ball Super. Mm. Because even when there's things that don't make sense in Naruto, Mayu Naruto does have a lot of fillers. Filler, filler. There are some fillers there that, you know, they plug in to help you make sense of things. Toriyama just leaves it there. It's like, figured out. He, he lets his fans figure it out. Toriyama has fans that knows more about his own show than and he, he does. does. Yeah. Well, and, you you know, you, you touch on that. And there's almost sometimes whenever Toriyama comes back and he explains things, and I wish he hadn't. Like, with the S-cells for Saiyans, I wish he had never said anything about that. Because that idiot's hanging on to that. Dude, it's so stupid. But Pan, she just didn't have enough S cells. That's why Pan couldn't go Super Saiyan. I'm like, no, it was just poor writing. It wasn't. It didn't have anything to do with S cells. She was just a terrible character, and they just didn't want to give it to her. And and the fact that he said it makes it, you know, uh, truth. It makes it the word, you know, the law. And so 
it's just it's terrible for somebody like us who we want this show that we've grown up cherishing to remain consistent you know uh you know yeah. uh relevant and have consistency and have depth and have a good story and uh you know at at one time you know one day come to an end and and be this beautiful you know masterpiece that you can have as a whole and it's just Toriyama. Do you remember what he said about Seventeen? He said that Seventeen went off to become a park ranger and he married a woman and had kids. Then why is it in the manga for Dragon Ball Super when uh, Goku, which they changed it, they made Goku go Super Saiyan 3 to fight Seventeen instead of Super Saiyan Blue because, you know, people were just complaining too much. Yeah. Um, he, he didn't want to be a part of the team. Seventeen just says, nah, there's no reason for me and it makes no sense. If this character has a wife and a child or children, Toriyama says he has children, why wouldn't he want to participate in the turn of power to save them? I don't know. Yeah, Toriyama's just aggravating. Well, some people said that it's because he had no emotion. And actually, I believe this is the last, the last, uh, and, and again, uh, I apologize for this in the Front Kick Friday episode. If you'll notice this being the next Dragon Ball Super episode and the one right before this on our channel is like 87 or 88. So it's been a while because we're on episode 122 now. So a lot happened in those six months. My bad. But there's uh, secret episodes, guys. Don't yeah. Worry. Well, a lot <laughs> of the secret episodes are on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher. So check it out. Yeah. But. We'll get more into that at the end of the episode. Um, but, yeah, so when I covered that, that was actually our most watched video was the fight between Seventeen and Goku, and there was so much outrage. And some people were clamoring after that saying, well, Seventeen doesn't have emotions because he's an android. You know, he's still an android. He's all android, which doesn't make sense in a lot of ways anyways. But um, if he doesn't have emotion, then why does he care so much about these damn animals? Exactly. So, boom, drop the mic, walk away. Um, anyways, completely off, like, we kind of went down a little rabbit hole there, all just to say that um, that this, this could or could not end with Universe 7 winning and it being be completely and totally predictable and Vegeta not getting the shine that he deserves. I've just accepted that that's never going to happen. Well, and based off of, and I'll go ahead and give it now, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, and spoiler alert, Vegeta's not going to beat Jiren. Now, it hasn't been shown or said that Jiren's going to knock Vegeta out, but just that Vegeta's not going to win that fight. So... Did uh, you see the pictures for the spoilers for the picture, the picture of Vegeta? Um... Not all of them, maybe. What do you... What do you uh, what the you picture that I'm referring to is a picture of Vegeta, base Vegeta. So, obviously, we saw him Super Saiyan Blue in a mm -hmm. preview. Mm -hmm. He was base Vegeta. His armor was cracked. His clothes was uh, a little scuffled. So, that tells me that, you know, maybe he's either gotten beaten down to the point, got beaten down to base form and hasn't been eliminated yet, or he's just not going to get eliminated at all. What I want to see, which I've already said this to you a thousand times, like, 
I want to see him get beat. I want to see him get beaten down bad. I want to see Jiren d- d- destroy Vegeta so it unlocks his ability to go Ultra Instinct. I think it makes a lot of sense. And then, you know what I want to see then. You know what I want to see. It's never going to happen. I get it. I know. But you know what? I have a poster of Ultra Instinct Gogeta on my wall right now, and it's beautiful. So, yeah. I don't know who did that fan art on Google, but thanks. Appreciate Just, it. Uh, I'm wondering, if, the, if, if we were to get Super Saiyan and or Ultra Instinct Gogeta, would they pull the same thing they did in Dragon Ball GT, where... The Gogeta transformation, Super Saiyan 4 transformation, was too powerful to last a full 30 minutes. This they gave is, 15 this, minutes. This is my theory, though. I don't think Ultra Instinct is necessarily a transformation. You see what I'm saying? Sure, so, I think, go ahead. So I think, uh, you know, so uh, let's go to Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, who I've got right up there because he's the best character in all of Dragon Ball. But Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta... He had so much energy. If you, you know, obviously think of Super Saiyan 3, how hard it is to, you know, for how hard it was for Goku to keep that transformation up. And, you know, and then obviously Super Saiyan 4 was, uh, was you know, even more. And then you have Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, where just like the power was radiating off of him at such an accelerated rate that it shortened or, it, you know, cut the time in half for the amount of time he was able to stay in um, the uh, Metamoran fusion. And then you have Super Saiyan Blue, which I thought wouldn't follow those same principles because rather than uh, reaching that transformation by rage, it's the complete opposite. So you, uh, instead of radiate energy, you actually, uh, you know, withhold your energy and you focus your energy in a much different manner. And that's why I've seen Super Saiyan 4 and Super Saiyan Blue uh, at an at a even playing field, not necessarily one better than the other, but just different means of transforming and different mm-hmm. results. And so I didn't think that Vegito would, you know, fall suspect of that. I did. I think that they would retcon the Potara fusion and make the sure it was limited. Yeah. I, I knew they weren't going to allow Vegito to be the one to beat Zamasu. Um, just because it would, it, it would make too much sense and it would be too cool, you know, and that's not how, uh, Akira Toriyama rolls. So, then he gave it to Trunks and took it away from him. Yeah, and then gave it to Zeno. <laughs> so, whatever that's about. Um, but I, I still kind of attribute it to Trunks. I feel like Trunks was really the MVP in that situation. But uh, in Team Four Stars' version of that, their dub of that is the best. You should definitely check that out. But, um, but yeah, so I felt like you know that wouldn't be the case, but it was. And it, not only that. You know, instead of it being, I think they said it would have been 30 minutes, but then it cut it down to five minutes, which is ridiculous, which it completely contradicts all power scaling, uh, which I mean, all power scaling. I mean, power scaling in Dragon Ball is kind of an oxymoron anyways, but, you know, a boy can dream. Because five minutes in Dragon Ball should last you about 15 episodes. At least Uh, 15 episodes. I don't know. (laughs) Because look at how long 40 minutes has lasted us. Or 48 minutes, or however long the turn of power is. Yeah. I mean, gosh, nine minutes is probably going to last us another two months. Or the Planet Namek, five minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously the most famous That, five that was the longest five minutes in history. But then look at how long um, 
Kefla was able to be fused. You know, she was able to be fused up until, like, you know, as far as the episode count. So it's, it's all over the place. But I feel like, getting back to what I was saying about Gogeta Ultra Instinct, Ultra Instinct is not necessarily a transformation. This is my own fan theory, so there's no actual weight to it. It's just what I think would be good writing. But maybe it's not an actual inst- or a transformation. So maybe this is just base form, but he's able to unlock his true potential. Kind of like exactly. how Gohan does. But And then so if it, you know, if they fuse, then they get that full 30 minutes. And if that's the case, it's one and done. You know what? Now that you're thinking, you bring that up. I was starting to think, like, Ultra Instinct is not just limited to Saiyans either. I think it's pretty much the purest form of martial arts mm-hmm. you get. So if a fighter trains well enough and, and unlocks his mind enough and let go, I mean, TN should be able to get it. Uh, Piccolo, you know, you're looking at... It opens up the door, I guess, for, you know, to bring the power scale down and bring some balance to it. Krillin. Krillin could get it. And also, if you and, and it kind of it kind of helps out your theory there that if you listen to what they were talking about whenever he first achieved Ultra Instinct, you know they were thinking, oh, this is something that only gods of destruction can do. Uh, and then, if you look at someone like the Universe Two God of Destruction before they were erased, uh, Hela looks like a human. You know, there were a lot of fan theories saying that maybe she was an, uh, an Earthling, you know, a human. So, yeah. if she may have been able to, in some you know, because God, once you become a God of Destruction, you're essentially, you don't age, you know, so you can live for thousands and thousands of years. So maybe thousands and thousands of years ago, you know, in the Dragon Ball world of Earth, or maybe on Universe 6's Earth, she was a human and was able to achieve Ultra Instinct. So, I mean, those are those are things that we could explore, you know, light years back, so... You know, a boy can dream, though, and that's all. That all to me sounds like too good of writing to actually happen. So, <sighs> man, yeah. So, uh, with all that being said, uh, we see in the preview Vegeta fighting Jiren, um, Dispo fighting Frieza, Goku fighting Jiren, assumingly, and then yeah. Gohan and. Um, and 17 fighting Topo. So, uh, not a. It seems like it's going to be a really action packed episode into something I'm really looking forward to because I feel like it's going to. It's going to set the tone for the rest of the arc. From, from what I read in the spoilers, there is something that I read that I did not like for the Go On character. Go On. It was just awful. So, apparently. There is a chance for Seventeen and Gohan to defeat Tapo and eliminate him. But I, I, it was saying around in order to do so, Gohan would have to elim- eliminate both him and Seventeen at the same time. And apparently, Gohan backs off and doesn't want to do it. Now, I thought his character was developed past this point. You know, I I thought we were past this in the Sand Saga. Uh, the hesitation. So when I read that, I literally rolled my eyes. I'm like, I'm praying to God that this is not true. If that happens, you might as well put that green tracksuit right back on Gohan. 
I mean, all the training's been a waste. Mystic Gohan coming back has been a waste. Which is weird that Mystic Gohan is now a transformation. I thought that. Well, well, I was under the impression that we would eventually get that that white hair. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, it's almost like if if Toriyama would listen to the Dragon Ball fandom, we would be able to do all the work for him. You know? Because fan service doesn't just have to be, you know, because honestly, the fan service he gives us, not the best fan service. I mean, who was clamoring for... Broly or Kale, you know, legendary Super Saiyan Kale. Who who wanted that? Broly fans. But how many of those are out there and how many of those Broly fans are more Broly fans than they are Gogeta fans or, you know, Vegeta fans or Gohan fans even. I mean, geez, Gohan fans is that's one of the biggest fan bases in the Dragon Ball fandom. Dude, I hate to defend him, but he did give us Vegito and Future Trunks, which Future Trunks, outside of the main cast, is probably the most popular character in the Dragon Ball universe. But did he give us Future Trunks like we wanted him? Well, he gave I a, mean... He gave us a weakened, a depowered, and blue-haired pussified. What was up with that? Man, that was so wild to me. I couldn't even address it. I'm like, I was going crazy. I was like, maybe his hair was blue and Z. Am I tripping? Was it always blue? <laughs> yeah. He, that... he gave us a blue haired with that weird red uh, handkerchief thing like the dude from Scooby-Doo. Like, uh, Ascot. Like, what? What are you doing? Like, why... He just made this because in in Z, I remember I felt like Future Trunks was this, like he was just this monster. Like when he went back to his time and you see him destroy the androids and destroy Cell, you're like, dude, he's amazing. He's got his long hair. He just looks like a complete and total badass. You know, takes off his jacket. He's jacked to the gills. He's taller. He's older because he went in the hyperbolic time chamber. And then we get what we had in the beginning of the Future Trunks arc. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. But I am really excited about the dub catching up to the Goku Black arc, which is what I call it. I know it's called the Future Trunks arc. I'm not calling it that. It's a Goku Black arc. The uh, man who saved Super. Because yeah. some of us, like me, I was willing to drop it. Dude, if I, it did not pick up, it was getting dropped. After and, and the dub is saving Super for me in where I initially was about to drop Super. So I was watching the universe. I skipped the the universe or the um, the Battle of Gods and the Resurrection F arc because yeah. what was the point? They were just rehashed from it, the movies. It worse, um, which I've actually been watching them like on the toilet and shit. Uh, you know, just throw on I Verve the Verve app and it's pretty pretty fucking cool. So um, it is. So yeah. So I've been rewatching. Uh, you know, and at work and stuff. I've been rewatching um, the Resurrection F arc, but the uh, like directly post the Universe Six arc, 
with the copy Vegeta. When I seen that in the in, on, on like in subs, I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, there's this is stupid. <laughs> now the dub is gonna have Brian Drummond, the original Ocean dub voice actor for Vegeta, the uh. infamous over nine thousand. That was not an originally Chris Sabat. That was Brian Drummond yeah. who in it. You know, I'll argue it every time. I don't want to hear anything up until the Ginyu Force in anything but Ocean Dub. Then after that, then I'll start, I'll tolerate, uh, you know, Sean Schimmel. And I love Sean Schimmel. And I do like him transforming into Super Saiyan Goku for the first time. But as far as the Saiyan saga is concerned, I don't want to hear anybody but Brian Drummond as Vegeta. Uh or anyone else as far as the ocean dub and the music, you know, Bruce Falconer's music. I don't want to hear anything else. So, uh, cause that's what I heard, you know, in the very beginning back in like 98, 99 on Toonami, the yeah. first run. So, um, but yeah, so for those that don't know the next episode, episode for Dragon Ball Super, uh, this Saturday in the dub on Toonami, the copy Vegeta is going to be voiced by Brian Drummond. So a, a mm. huge throwback to some of us, uh, you know, that I did not fans. know. Yeah, and, and, and the I've seen the preview, and it looks pretty awesome. So um, it's just ironic that the point of super in the du- or in the sub that I was really about to just I was about to drop super uh, is now where I'm really getting excited uh, in the dub, and because obviously post that episode is going to be where we pick up for the future trunks Goku Black arc where. Uh, obviously my favorite part of Super, you know, thus far. And so I'm really excited to hear the dub because on Xenoverse, you get a little taste of what Goku Black and uh, Zamasu and and uh, Super Saiyan Rose, what their voices are going to be like. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. More so than I'm more so than I'm excited for this week's episode, honestly. So because I'm a huge, uh, you know, Goku uh, Black Super Saiyan Rose fan as well, so you can go fuck yourself if you're not, because there's a lot of people that aren't. Oh shit, they calling you. <laughs> um, but anyways, so yeah, um, out of the three fights in the next episode that we are most likely to see, what are some that you're most looking forward to? So you got the, go uh, on. The dark Horse is gonna be uh, Freezer versus uh, Dispo. I'm I'm looking forward to that one because we have not got to see Frieza fight much at all and outside of him torturing people who just stood no chance which you know Frieza's a bully he's just mm-hmm. kind of gonna get for sure opponents mm-hmm. so it would actually be nice to see him go up against someone who's credible I'm looking forward to that especially right after they all teamed up I mean who in a million years thought you'd get a shot with the standby with Frieza, Gohan, Goku Vegeta, all standing next to one another. Power beam struggle. Yeah, uh, I agree. And I, and honestly, as if I, if I had to pick it like a, uh, a in the same way that I would pick that I'm excited for a Gaethje Alvarez or you know you name it fight that maybe not necessarily I have a dog in the fight for either one, but I'm really excited to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see Dispo and Frieza. I feel like it's going to be an awesome fight. I don't feel like Dispo is going to have that 
advantage that he had over Hit or even Super Saiyan God Goku at the time. I feel like Frieza's really going to be able to starch him, show him like that dominance. And I feel like also Frieza's going to be tested. And I feel like that only makes Frieza better. And I, and I, and I see Frieza knocking Dispo out of the tournament. Um, but but personally, because I have uh, an obvious bias, I'm mostly looking forward to Frieza. I mean, uh, Vegeta and Jiren, uh, just because. Again, I, I don't think he's gonna beat Jiren. I just want to see, you know, that commendable performance. You know, that performance I wish Holly Holm would have had against Cyborg to, you know, validate a rematch. So um, so hopefully. Uh, with this being a new year, a new Vegeta, maybe, you know, a new Super, maybe we can, uh, you know, step that, uh, you know, make that one step forward to uh, giving Vegeta a little more shine because it's really ridiculous at this point that anyone's not getting shine anywhere near the comparison of, except for Kefla. Kefla got the most shine, I mean, which, you know, is warranted. She was pretty cool. So I, I liked all the universe um, six sands. Yeah, yeah. I did. Well, you know, obviously my uh, my favorite was Khalifa and then Kale and then or my Kaba and then Kale. Kale was probably my least favorite. Khalifa was probably uh, my favorite. Yeah, but I mean, I guess if you count Kefla though, she was my favorite because Kefla was pretty pretty fucking cool. So uh, I'm, I'm always on the uh, the Kefla train. Uh, just on general basis. Anyways, so uh, I don't really know of anything else to cover as far as next week's episode is concerned. Um, and we've kind of already nailed uh, what we're looking forward to in 2018 as far as Tournament of Power is concerned. And for those listening, we have a short amount of time left in relatively to how the rest of the Tournament of Power has been. We have a short amount of time uh, left in the tournament of power. So, what's something that you, where, what direction do you want to see Dragon Ball go uh, post tournament of power? We need a credible villain that brings a credible threat because that is what made Dragon Ball Z. It wasn't just the transformations. It wasn't just you know the characters. It was it was storyline of what they had to face. Rather, it was Frieza, and it was Cell, and it was Majin Buu. It just seemed to keep progressing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, you need the credible threat. Like, they don't... I don't know, the villain doesn't have to necessarily say, I want to destroy the Earth, or I want to rule the universe. It doesn't have to be so much Saturday morning um, cartoon villain, twirly mustache-type villain. And we don't need that. But we need somebody who's credible. There needs to be another Goku Black-type figure. That that is what makes Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super. Are you saying we need somebody like Baby? Not Baby. Oh, um, more like Omega Shinron if we're gonna go GT route. Well, I was about to say I'm uh, I'm looking over here at my uh, my villains poster. Uh, I have a uh, Dragon Ball series heroes poster, and then directly below that, I have a villains poster that I made. And I've got I've got Baby Vegeta, and I've got Omega Shinron. I got Super Seventeen. That's just because I really liked him as a kid. 
17, I thought was a. Um, he wasn't the worst villain in he, he, GT. He, well, he definitely sure. wasn't. I mean, there were some of the some of the dragons that were terrible. Um, there was there was literally a dragon whose ability was to pollute things. Exactly. And yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> but then I've got Majin Vegeta and I've got Cell. So I mean, and there is always the possibility that you know. So. Uh, So Zeno erased, and this is just my fan theory, but Zeno erased Zamasu in that timeline. But just because he erased him in that timeline doesn't mean that there's endless timelines where that would have happened. Where in some timelines, there's a Zamasu somewhere reigning over a universe. So, and then, I don't know, I just... I feel like maybe if they find somehow some way for Zamasu to come back, maybe that would be something, you know, possible. Or uh, maybe when he got cut in half and he erased Zamasu, maybe Zamasu was destroyed, but maybe Goku Black wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So, Well, maybe, but Goku Black was a part of the fusion that wasn't immortal. So wouldn't it be more likely that Zamasu would have survived? Not to mention in our timeline, Zamasu did get killed. But you were just saying in, in any other universe, maybe there's another. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just fishing for any way that we can get some kind of villain that's going to have some kind of real consequence. You know, yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't feel like there's a general consensus of consequence with the Tournament of Power. I think people are uh, excited about the fights and the action and the possibilities and kind of like the new things that are being thrown out there. But I don't feel like anyone is 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 scared. No one's there's, worried of anyone of yeah, there being any kind no of consequence. Real consequence. And to mention another thing is the fighters. You got to remember, everybody needs to remember, the entire tournament, all the fighters are holding back. Nobody can go with all their might because you can't kill your opponent. Exactly. That means you have to hold back something. Yeah. And also, you want it to uh, keep your stamina. That's a big yeah. thing. So, uh, so we're really not seeing what we could see uh, in some of these fights. So, yeah, like I, I feel like somebody's just got to be, and, and, and it kind of makes it difficult because it's going to have to be somebody from one of these universes that isn't in the tournament because who else would it be in any of these, you know? And also, I, what I, one thing I don't want to see is everyone that got erased being brought, to back, uh, being brought back by the Super Dragon Balls. I don't want that to happen. I at least want Universe 6 back because we need do. that planet Sadala arc. We well, need that we you know, need that arc. Well, the you know, the reports coming out of the origin of the Saiyans movie coming out in ah, late 2018, okay. that's kind of probably or it's uh, you know, allegedly what it might be like. That might be our planet Sadala arc, which is really uh, annoying and 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 disappointing because I wanted that to be you know, in the show. Yeah. That, that I wanted to be four to six episodes. So um pretty 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 sad. Um but yeah, however, I just I need I need some more consequence. I need some more story depth. I need something that's gonna be more I was just saying that I need something that's gonna be a little more dramatic. You know, like put us on the edge of our seats. You know, give us a yeah. reason to to have doubt maybe 
kill a major character. I know they're not going to kill Goku. Maybe they can kill Goku. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they can kill Goku. Maybe they can kill Goku. Put, I you mean, know, Dragon Ball Z was not that bad of a show when, you know, it was kind of centered around Gohan for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and, you know, Goku was dead a lot of Dragon Ball Z. Seven so, years. Yeah, and so, uh, you know. They even had the intro without him. You remember that intro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't the remember no Goku, that. The no Goku intro. So that kind of led me to believe that they were passing the torch, and they didn't. They didn't do it. <laughs> and and to round out this episode, I can only compare two two entities that seem too much alike for my taste. As a fight fan, both in Dragon Ball Super and in MMA, can you not see the the similarities between WME IMG and Toei Animation and uh, and Toriyama. Yeah. I mean, because they're, they're chasing, believe. they're chasing the money. They're chasing the money. Yeah, they they both believe they can put anything out there, and their fans are gonna take in the product. Exactly, and they feel like if you know if they take chances, if you make. You know, uh, you know, you name it, uh, Khabib versus Tony Ferguson, or or name, you know, just think of other fights that maybe aren't the most marketable, but they're the best for fight fans. You know, if they if they let Vegeta win, or if they bring back Cell instead of Frieza, that, that your casual fans that are going to make you all that money aren't going to be there. So they take the safe route for money you know and they do the Conor McGregor they do the Ronda Rousey they do the uh, Goku the Frieza the faces that people know and then we get this product you know we get a product with not much depth it's unfortunate because now you know we're kind of backed into a corner like at first I didn't like them being bringing Frieza back and and now you know I'm I'm like okay this isn't that bad but I'm, I'm to the point now where I need to see something new. Like, now I'm past the point in my mind where I'd like to see them bring a cell back or, you know, maybe a kid boo back or something. I don't, I don't want to see it now, you know, because I, I have to see something new now. We got to move on, unfortunately. And I'm just saying, you know, um, what I need is, is this God key. I need, I need uh, the Grand Priest or Zeno Sama to be like, hey, this is getting out of hand. We can't have mortals having the power of gods. They take it all away. And then where are you, what are you left to do? What are you left to do, Gohan, uh, Goku and Vegeta? Hmm? Oh, You're going to have to transform like a normal Super Saiyan. You have to go Super Saiyan 4. And, the then, way to go, and then they just give GT the Kai treatment. And bada bing, bada boom. You know, you've got... You don't even have to call it GT. Just call it... Dragon Ball Super, but you know, throw in the good parts of GT, the Baby Saga, and then the Omega Shinron part. Uh, you know, and then get Super Saiyan Four, get Super Saiyan Four. You can even change up the way Super Saiyan Four looks a little bit. Don't make it pink, make it red, or or you make it brown. You can do what the fuck you want. Just give me Super Saiyan Four Gogeta. So that'd be that'd be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they can go on after that, and they can oh, they can just 
Because you don't need God key to be stronger than a God. Obviously. Jiren has already showed us that. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So, I don't know, man. There's so many potential things that could happen. And, and hopefully, you know, on January 4th, 3rd, 5th, whatever of 2019, we can, we can sit back and, and hopefully look bo- look back at both UFC you know the MM- the state of MMA and we can look back at the state of Dragon Ball Super uh, with a smile on our face with uh, more excitement and um, and relief than disappointment so hopefully yeah uh, a boy can dream so um, but that that's it for us you you know if you don't have anything uh, left to look forward to You good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, all right. (laughs) So, like I said, that's it for us. Um, Thank you for everybody that's listening or watching on YouTube. Again, we are on Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. Just look up FKD Podcast, and we will be there. There's a Front Kick Dragon Podcast. We've got our Dragon Ball Super reviews and recaps and previews and discussion videos, as well as our Front Kick Friday episodes where we break down uh, all that is combat sports and the events that have to do with it. Um, Check us out on Instagram. Follow us. Give us likes, comments, DM us. Tell us what you want to see or hear in the podcasts uh, in the future And because this is for for you guys. Uh, And that is FKD Podcast. Send us emails, fkdpodcast at yahoo.com. You can find us on Twitter, but uh, you'll be the only one there because I'm not. Uh, the only thing on Twitter right now I'm doing is I'm trying to um, finagle, you know, just hop on the bandwagon of when McDonald's is going to give us the Szechuan sauce back. So, because uh, it was supposed to happen allegedly in the winter, and everybody thought it was going to be in December. And now that we're past that, you know, maybe some people thought it was going to be on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Still wasn't. So, and I've got some... Uh, sweet and spicy sriracha sauce from chick-fil-a sitting in my kitchen waiting to be compared to the szechuan sauce you know it's gonna be that's gonna be a youtube exclusive video that i'm gonna do but i can't do it without your help mcdonald's so mcdonald's is supposed to be bringing a vegan burger worldwide it's only in one location that's made out of quinoa and some other stuff yeah, I don't want to know what that other stuff is. You know, that's like that's like I wouldn't trust it. That's but. like Dave Chappelle giving out the ingredients for a purple drink: sugar, water, and of course purple. You know, like quinoa and other stuff. So, all right, man. Well, as always, for me and for Mac, thanks you. Thank you everybody for listening, and we'll see you next week. We'll